Yeah, I bet you're almost as good as uh, Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris? Chuck Norris? <laughs> hey, kids, it's second class cinema. Hey! We're going to be watching kids' movies the whole month. Hey! Let's start the show. Welcome to Second Class Cinema, the show where we watch a B-movie and immediately discuss. I am Tom. I'm here with Brittany, Eric, and Eric Routenstrout. Hello. Hi, Eric's. Hello. We're here with a couple <laughs> of Eric's tonight. And uh, actually, we had uh, Eric's sister on, Ashley, for the Samurai Cop episode. Yes. So we like to keep it all in the family here. All in the family. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just like Corn and Fred Durst. Yes. Um, so tonight we watched the 1992 movie sidekicks yes 92 yeah i know 1992 starring jonathan brandis chuck norris a bunch of people actually third, third joe piscopo how do you forget joe piscopo yeah <laughs> yeah i should have said Bo bridges yeah yeah we're, we're still still going on kids movie month uh and picked this delight and it was your pick and it was my pick why'd you pick it tommy that's a good question. I picked it because I wanted to watch something I really liked. I wanted to watch something that I remembered being really good. Exceeds expectations. <laughs> you were not wrong. <laughs> no, yeah. I, that's, that's why I picked it. I figured it would be uh, a good follow-up to Max Magician because Max Magician was so bad. <laughs> Sorry, Gosh, Aaron. awful. Um, but before we get into what the movie's about, let's very quickly turn to Eric for a moment. And uh, Eric, what's your relationship with B-movies, man? I don't watch a lot of B-movies, but I like some B-movies like uh, Army of Darkness, Bubba Hotep mm. are two of my favorites. Yeah, Bubba Hotep. Anything fantastic. involving Bruce Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> Can't go wrong with that. Definitely not. That's what the B and B-movie stands for. <laughs> Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> Bruce Lee, Bruce Campbell. Good to go. He's looking rather trim again these days as a sidebar. <laughs> are they coming out with a new one? Uh, I think it's a show, right? Yeah. Show, yeah. yeah, they're doing a show. Um, but, uh, yeah, so back on the subject of sidekicks, should we go over what it's about? <laughs> yes, please tell us what it's about. Enlighten us. All right. Uh, as a, as a very quick overview of the movie, it's about uh, a young boy who, uh, faces a lot of challenges in his life. He's got asthma. He's kind of a geek. Uh, and he is obsessed with Chuck Norris. <laughs> who isn't? I know. I mean, it made perfect sense. And, uh, so he works, uh, with Mr. Lee to work on his karate skills and uh, the movie is about his journey to gain self-confidence using Chuck Norris. <laughs> using <laughs> Chuck Norris. And, uh, <laughs> there's a bad guy and Joe Piscopo plays a bad guy <laughs> which is great. <laughs> the greatest heel really of all great. time. Oh, he's such Incredible. a heel. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, that's basically, basically the overview of what it's about. A lot of karate, a lot of ninja stuff, a lot of daydreaming. And, a lot of uh, military. A lot of military? Military... Yeah. Back scenes. Yeah. They're very good. Yeah. Well, I feel like every single uh, every single daydream he had was just a Chuck Norris movie that yeah. he just <laughs> was put in. Yeah, they're um, just pilots that didn't make the movie, so they just put them <laughs> in sidekicks. <laughs> All right. Now you're going to fight Nazis. All right. Now you're going to fight the Viet Cong. Hey, Aaron, none of these got green light. Can you just uh, dump it into your crappy <laughs> sidekicks movie? Yeah. All right. This movie was directed by Chuck Norris's brother, by the way. Aaron Norris. Yeah. Who also <laughs> made like a ton of other Chuck Norris movies. So he really gets what uh, what the subject matter really is. It's like Deadly, uh, Deadly Prey. Yeah. With the, nice, the brothers. Uh, nice brother action. Yeah. Good point. Do you know which Norris is the older? The elder Norris? <laughs> I do the not, elder Norris. I do not know the elder Norris. Probably elder Chuck. son Norris. I think it's Chuck as well. You think Chuck's the older one? Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, 
Okay, you clowns, cut the crap. So I guess we can get started with this movie. We can dive into successes if we'd like. I would like that. Let's start with successes. What did this movie do correctly? What did it do right? Why did we enjoy this movie as much as we did? First of all, everything. Okay. This movie is fucking awesome. Everything. I've seen it like 30 times yeah. and it never gets less awesome. Yeah. So let's... Um, I know I watched this movie growing up. You said you've seen this movie tons growing up, Brittany. Yep. Eric Routenstrout. I've seen this movie... Christ. Uh, <laughs> no less than a hundred times. Wow. Not even joking a little bit. Uh, Not even almost. Growing up, I had a van. Well, my parents had a van. I was young. Uh, <laughs> and we had several VHS tapes in the van with uh, ECR <laughs> with a TV. And uh, this was one of the many videos that we had in it at all times. That makes perfect sense. This what? was the only one that mattered. <laughs> Real quick, what were a couple of the other ones that were in the van? Uh, <laughs> If you can remember. <laughs> uh, Jurassic Park. Yes. Um, Good one. Classic. Three Ninjas, the yes. first one. Uh, Surf Ninjas was also very, very popular. Also um, on the docket for Kids Movie Month, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, th those were the three main ones. Some classics that were there. That were in there all the time. I mean, Rob Schneider and Surf Ninjas. Yeah. Kidding? Those are pretty solid. I feel like I want to hang out in the back of your van. <laughs> <laughs> we should do all the movie viewings in the back of that van. <laughs> we call up Eric's, find that van. <laughs> call up Eric's parents, have him drive us around. <laughs> For like an hour and a half, do the whole thing in the car. We're going to Wright's Farm, everyone. Yay! Yay! <laughs> uh, oh, we can have mobile. Like, you know how like ZLX and everybody has like mobile yeah! viewings? <laughs> we should do that. Just do it. Do a marathon. Um, and Eric, what was you hadn't really seen? You only seen clips, correct? I've, I've seen clips, and you guys have talked about it a number of times. But um, I was only aware of the, the trappings of sidekicks. I knew the plot. <laughs> I knew you know some some of the famous lines, but I had never seen it start to finish. All right, cool. What was your general impression of this movie, if I can ask? It's pretty good. It was better <laughs> than I expected. Nice. What made it better? Well, I'd say it's got a better structure than I was expecting. And I think uh, the direction was very competent. I mm. was I was surprised because I was just sitting there like, huh, Chuck Norris movie directed by Aaron Norris. Yeah, I bet that's good. <laughs> uh, because I'm a fucking asshole. Uh, Boom, in your face. <laughs> but even like the, the little things, uh, especially because we watch a lot of crap on this this podcast, um, I, I just thought like early on there was some, some pretty inspired shots. Like there was just a very brief dialogue scene that was kind of dumping some exposition between um, the main character, uh, Barry's father, and his teacher. And there was, the, there was some very you know, dynamic camera movement just for basic dialogue. Yeah. And I found that kind of surprising for a movie like this. They didn't have to put in the effort, and they actually did. Yeah, they... Um, Refreshing. They had a... Production values were very high, because mm -hmm. um, our character daydreamed a lot, so they had a lot of very short vignettes of you know, small action scenes going on, all of which competently shot. Yep. Everything looked really good. Um, at the very end, dojo scene, tons of people. You know what I mean? And what we say the budget was sixteen million. Sixteen million, yeah. We, we saw the budget, which and is, it made like less than four that's at the such, box office, oh, which this, is terrible. That's awful. This movie's way better than that. It is. That, way that better makes than it that. so cool if you have a uh, a stub from this movie. <laughs> 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 now, what uh, what's the normal budget on a B movie? Like, what's, what is that, like, what you guys do? Well, for instance, I mean, let's really quick, let's bring up Stay Tuned, which had a budget of $25 million, right? 
Correct. Which only made ten back. But we've seen movies that have a budget that's uh, smaller than the money I have in my wallet, <laughs> which is about seven dollars. Like yeah, isn't that a K movie? The actual like <laughs> definition is a low budget commercial film. But I feel like if a movie has a huge budget and it fucking bombs, then you're a B movie. Like you're not an A list movie. You are a B movie. Yeah. Sorry. And, and when we do a theme month, we kind of blur the lines a little bit too. Yeah, just because definitely. Because we want to grasp for the kids movie more than we want to grasp for the B part. I think a little bit, but it's still better to keep it on the on the down low. Yeah, I feel like sometimes the line between cult films and B movies gets blurred a little bit. But yeah, I, I always thought I'm that was kind of that. the same thing. Yeah. I mean, you can have a hugely yeah. popular, successful cult film. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I mean, cause Star Wars probably wait what now? Cult, cult movie, right? I, I've never heard of the Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> this must be a real deep cut. It was uh, it's from based like on the, space jam? the late nineties, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's got that uh, Sky Luke Walker in it. <laughs> Jar Jar Sky Bates. Davis Luke Walker. <laughs> uh, that joke is for literally two people. <laughs> Uh, okay, so back on track. Um, pluses. Yeah, some um, more, more pluses. This movie is super relatable. I feel like everyone loves an underdog, and it's something that just transcends like decades. Like anyone who could relate to that in 1992 can relate to that in 2015. I was gonna say, I think this movie could stand the test of time. I um, totally agree. But I mean, I guess ages like that. seven to eleven, I think would like totally love this movie. Yeah, even now, because it's about you know the underdog, the daydreamer, you know him trying to overcome all these these shortcomings he has, and you can totally relate. It's an yeah. accessible movie, and totally, every totally good versus evil. Yes, wow. exactly. Good versus bad people, like you know, very very you know, you could see them. Very, yeah, the very, bad people were good. so bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Like you can't help but side with him. Exactly. Like Joe Piscopo's an asshole. They're not even like, yeah, they're not even bad people you like. <laughs> like Randy like, Cellini's a giant douche. Oh my god, I cannot tell you how much I love the name Randy Cellini. I think and so. how bad that sounds. I think that's Italian for giant douche. <laughs> I think I looked it, it up earlier. It definitely is. I'm pretty sure you're right. Yeah. That is totally a last name that doesn't succeed. Like you would know that kid in high school, and you'd never hear another Cellini ever. He again works in your at life. a gas station. Yeah, <laughs> yeah one of those when he pumps your gas. Yeah, <laughs> he works like combies. <laughs> Besides, you know, the very a very good distinction between good and evil in this movie. What else do we think was a uh, a, pl a plus? On top of that, Joe Piscopo. Yeah, <laughs> I everything, have him everything involving him was so good. This is, I'm telling you, and I love Johnny Dangerously. That's one of my all time top twenty probably movies ever. Way better in this movie. Like as a character, <laughs> as a whole character. So funny, horrible, <laughs> terrible. I've actually never so seen good. that movie, but I love Michael Keaton, so yeah. I really feel like I need to see it. Say, I think we should just stop this right now. <laughs> Watch that. We'll be All right. Uh, yeah, Kelly Stone was one of the, like a very over the top, <laughs> disgusting, despicable bad guy, <laughs> and you hate him from moment one. Mm. You just hate yeah. him, hate yeah. him, hate him, hate him. And I mean, I've I've never like got Joe Piscopo like. I, I saw him in Dead Heat, and he was, like, the least funny part of the movie. Do <laughs> you ever watch him in SNL? I've never seen him on SNL, but I know he has a reputation for being terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was that second wave of just, like, after the first group mm -hmm. of people. And then it was, like, Joe Piscopo. It's a big drop-off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never even knew he did uh, that. Yeah. But he feels so perfectly cast in this. Like, I understand why people saw something in Joe Piscopo when I see this movie. <laughs> He's um, such an egotistical jerk. Yeah. He plays that role so good. <laughs> he's, like, talking shit to Barry <laughs> while he's, like, polishing his karate <laughs> Uh, it's so How great. ripped is he? 
Um, on not a scale of like, not as ripped as I thought. Not as ripped as you remember. He, not as ripped as I thought. On one to Vince McMahon, he, <laughs> he's like a nine. <laughs> Vince well, McMahon see, being hundred and nine, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. He ripped his Definitely. V off, and I was like, nah, he's not that cut. But then when it cut to the other scene and he was like super dripping oil, I was like, all right, he looks way more cut now, obviously, because light is shining off like every oh, yeah. facet of his He's body. high contrast now. <laughs> he, look, he looks exactly like I do. <laughs> Secretly. He's not lying, by the way. Yeah, no, we got Joe Piscopo in this room right here. Um, I loved the montages in this movie. All of which were very tight, very mm. good, and well uh, well balanced throughout the rest of the movie. Yeah, and they had like a progression. Like first he's like wheezing everywhere and his asthma sucks, and then he's like getting stronger and more confident. Which yeah. I appreciate. They didn't just show us the same thing like four times. Yeah, it was gradual. Yeah, it, it wasn't like a ten minute montage like <laughs> in the you know the last third of the movie. To yeah, tie everything together. You just you you saw it progress. Yeah, it, pep- it was yeah. peppered and it was nice. Peppered. Yeah. Yeah. Good word. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it was very reminiscent of Rocky without feeling like derivative. Yeah. Where you kind of see the build up. People like I, I think a lot of movie makers tend to forget that a montage is just shorthand for like, well, he's going to be good all of a sudden. <laughs> like, gonna make a montage. It's going to take a little while. You know, you don't just learn karate overnight. Yeah. Exactly. You have to drink a lot of absinthe to get good at karate. <laughs> As we absinthe. know. Yeah, you're right. Uh, one, one thing uh, I'm going to call a success, um, and it could be misconstrued as a favorite part, and I just might just chalk it up for a success anyway, is all of the gnarly guitar riffs. <laughs> so like, good. Like, the whole... There had to have been over a yeah. hundred... <laughs> <laughs> like, when people get kicked in the chest. Oh, dude. Yeah, that I was love really to hear great. the guitar riff outtakes. Oh, yeah, the ones they didn't use. <laughs> no, that wasn't enough... <laughs> <laughs> Can you take that girl a little deeper, yeah. please? Not yeah. enough high end. Yeah, give me a... <laughs> from the top, please. Thank you. <laughs> Definitely made this movie way better. <laughs> yeah, the so music good. was great. The montage music was great. Yeah. It was like a great Asian-inspired 90s. beat. <laughs> let's rock this kind of thing. Yeah, it was great. It was. It was super Asian-inspired without being, well, 100% racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like mocking. I didn't feel like it was like mocking Asian no, culture. It was pretty, pretty racist. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there, were, there was some other stuff that I want to get to when, when we go into risks for sure. Yeah, I didn't yeah. think this movie was going to have any risks. We're like, yeah, this movie's fine. And But I also hadn't seen it in, since, what, in maybe six years ago. And I was listening and, oh, my God. <laughs> I, wrote down, I wrote down like five things. And I think this actually has more risks than any other movie we've watched. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really surprising. I think that's just 1992. Yeah, <laughs> it, it be, definitely yeah. is. So much of it is just that uh. it's 1992. But I have to say that the fact that Jonathan Brandis is in this movie is a huge plus for me. Oh, yeah. Uh, major childhood crush. By the time this movie came out, I was already obsessed with him because of Ladybugs and It and Neverending well, Story. So Ladybugs. I think was Ladybugs after this? Ladybugs I, was after this. I think because you're a little more mature in that Don't movie. Know. But Rodney Dean. He was 15 when this movie was filmed. Wow. Well, so. that makes sense. That's an Struck me as maybe between 13 and 15. But now I have to know. No, I think but Bugs was like 95. It's so depressing that he committed suicide. Yeah, that was a, Because he was such a great such a child bad. star. Yeah. And he went under the radar for a bit. He popped back up in uh, Outside Providence in my life. And I was like, hey, there he is. And then he went off and did something very terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's something great. I've never seen, Outside Providence. That's oh, a good one. It's really funny. Yeah, like, it is. A movie exists about Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Go fucking figure. Yeah. Which is does. fantastic. Uh, there's Buffalo 66 about Buffalo. There so you I go. know that. <laughs> Nothing about Attleboro, though. That's Let's good. keep it that yeah, way. That's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the a best. plus. <laughs> this movie's success is that it wasn't in Attleboro. <laughs> yeah. Ladybugs was the same year. Oh, 93. Wow, he was a busy year for John. It was the yeah. same year. 
Good. I love that. Ladybugs is fantastic. He's movie in too. a lot of stuff. So good. We yeah. should probably do that at some point. <laughs> yeah, just I don't know. I, th- I think that's pretty trendy now with Bruce Jenner and him being a guy and a girl. Yeah, right. Let's that's, do that. Oh my god, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, very topical. Right. Yeah, it'd be like a like a special. Yeah, I like that. You know, hot, hot headlines. You know, <laughs> I totally hot headlines. I totally didn't buy him as like a loser though. I was like, if you have that hair in 1992, <laughs> all the chicks are gonna love you. Like yeah. obviously. Was it, was the girl in that rice? Was that the same girl? Wait, what? Rice from Beethoven. Uh, Danica McKellar? No, 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 no. I'm talking about Ladybugs now. I'm sorry. Oh, well, it was somewhere <laughs> no, <on> that's Vanessa. <laughs> Vanessa Shaw. Yeah, Vanessa Shaw. That's not Rice, right? No, no Vanessa Shaw was in um, Home Sweet Home. All right, right? Yes. <laughs> she was in Forty Days and Forty Nights, which we also covered on this uh, podcast, YouTube only. Sorry, I just think about Rice like <laughs> every day. <laughs> The older I get, the creepier it is. <laughs> <laughs> was she the older sister? She was the older sister, definitely. Okay, no, the thing. younger sister. <laughs> I'd be in a box right now. <laughs> um, so I'd say the overall, just all of the daydream sequences, although yeah. those are so good. Fantastic. It seemed like a bunch of movies pieced together, but not like like a collage. Like yeah. they all flowed. Hmm. Seriously, they were so good. <laughs> every like every time same. I watched it, I was like, oh, I forgot about the other one coming up. Yeah. And it was amazing. <laughs> Yeah, this movie definitely, um, you know, it, it collected a, a lot of favorite parts from all of us for sure. I know that that'll get. The I did write down out. a whole lot of them. Um, Although every daydream sequence was kind of the same. <laughs> it was just like chaos, rescue, free yeah. the lady. Well, because they're all based on Chuck Norris action movies. Yeah, so that's true. <laughs> those were pretty basic. Um, I only have two negatives for this movie. All right. Well, what what are they? Uh, mullets. <laughs> How it- is that not in positives? <laughs> You can't you can't blame 1992 for having mullets. And I think it might have I been unironic. I do love it was definitely unironic in 1992. <laughs> I love an ironic mullet and I love mullets ironically, but in I'm, reality they're terrible. You know, I'm going to make the argument that Jonathan Brandis in that one like daydream sequence, that was an ironic mullet. When they I gave agree. him Chuck yes. Norris's identical that mullet. That was a total joke mullet. That was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Uh, my second failure is Bo Bridges. <laughs> you didn't like the bow? I was like Bo Bridges. No, Jeff, sad face. <laughs> I like Bo Bridges. Yeah, but if you're going to pick He's about a boring, as boring of a person that's ever existed. Yeah. <laughs> well, his dad was supposed to be a computer programmer from Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah. That, so yeah, you're going to hire can. boring bridges. Like, are you, are you oh. surprised that he has asthma and is such a little bitch? <laughs> I know. When his dad's a computer programmer from Pittsburgh, they like they. I feel like they hammered that in me. Unless Pittsburgh. unless it really stuck out, and I just don't even know. Hey, I'm a computer programmer from. Alabama. Why do they live in Texas? They, did, they, did they go over that? Why they? They only to added that in because no. Danica McKellar's character was like, "My dad would stuff him and mount him." Uh-oh. He was like, "That's because your dad's a Texan. My dad's from Pittsburgh." <laughs> <laughs> it was just like it was <laughs> wicked pointless exposition. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. He didn't have a mom. Did his mom die? Yeah, his mom's dead. That's yeah, so that's probably why the they moved to Texas. That I got, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. That's sad. No yeah, wonder he was such sad. an escapist. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, those are my only two negatives. Anyone else have anything I have a, to contribute? I have, a, I have a negative, and it's an uncomfortable scene more than it is anything. But it's <laughs> it's when Barry goes to the hospital and uh, <laughs> for his asthma attack, for his, his bad asthma attack in the hospital, we have Mister Lee just rubbing his chest. 
for a little too long. <laughs> With some mystical Chinese topical it's, ointment. Yeah. I, it was just a little too, like, even as a kid, I remember being like, yeah. Pretty, <laughs> pr- pretty sure that was a dream sequence. <laughs> <laughs> Who is his or Mr. Lee's? Brent, <laughs> either one is creepy. <laughs> Agreed. Only your mom is supposed to rub Vicks on your chest. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's how it works. <laughs> it says it's it right there. <laughs> hey, hold on. Did my mom rub this Vicks on my chest? <laughs> well, I can't get better now. <laughs> Sorry. It just burns. It just, ow, ow. <laughs> uh, that's, I mean, and that's not even a negative. It's just a scene that made me just think twice. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and then the outright racism. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, yeah, I don't think it's a negative. It didn't really I didn't really know. Yeah, you're right. Me. I mean, for it's not a negative. It's just. It doesn't add Funny anything. to talk about. It doesn't add It's not anything. a plus, it's not a negative. It's, is that a neutral? Yeah. <laughs> what did we say those were? Risks. Uh, well, no, the things that yeah. go in the middle. Stuff that we added out of the episode. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Forget my negatives everything. were just more for comedic value. Yeah. I, I was just being super picky because yeah. I really have no beef with this movie at all. What job I, would we have if we couldn't pick a negative out? I, I think I do have a, a pretty significant negative. Which is? Um, I think... A portion of this movie has a pretty terrible message to kids in that being a violent psycho weirdo will get you the girl. Um, <laughs> in that Jonathan Brandis's character has like a crazy freak out uh, in front of Danik McKellicker's character. Yeah. And then like the day later, he like beats someone up in gym class and all of a sudden she's into him. That's yeah. a little weird. I, yeah. I wasn't crazy about that. She message. was just a terrible character <laughs> in yeah. general. But she I mean, sucked. fuck you, Winnie. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, Back no, to the Wonder Years, right. bitch. Whoa, that was harsh. <laughs> she was. She sucked so much in this movie. Yeah, yeah she, she just suck. pitied him, and she didn't even want to admit it to herself. She admitted it, like, to his face, and then <laughs> was like, oh, no, that's not what I meant. She was blowing Cellini. Yeah. She was like, it's just that she everyone would. else is so mean to you, and I just feel so... And he was, like, bad for me. And she was like, no, I mean... She almost killed him. Yeah. <laughs> she really did. And then he had that... He had uh, the scariest daydream he could when the gym teacher was... Put him on a torture chamber, and uh, that was pretty great. We'll address that later. <laughs> um, so I guess we can transition to risks. What did we think? Uh, this, Like I said, we had none. Uh, I thought there were none, and then we watched it and went, whoa, wait a second. This goes hand in hand with Stay Tuned as a movie that should never, ever have been rated PG. I think really, I th- I think they could. I think the PG rating still stands for me, but I don't know. He said, "Kick your ass" so many times, <laughs> and he said "chink" so many times. Yeah, they said "chink" a lot. That guy at the bus station said "chink" like three times. Heard a couple it, of retards. Yeah, a couple of retards. The, uh, the gym teacher was yelling at Barry for being a lady because he couldn't. Yeah, climb out. like yeah. that wouldn't fly today. I, yeah, that's I don't. That's yeah, that's just. I mean, being it's the time. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's, it's yeah. of its time. Yeah, but I, now, like, I think that might not land so well. I yeah. think you could pretty seamlessly edit this into a modern PG, though. Like, I don't think it would be difficult. No. A couple like, of ADR pickups, you could. Throw it on ABC yeah. Family. Yeah. What about Joe Piscopo as, like, a Viet Cong leader with, like, Oh, my God, Manchu? I forgot about that. Yeah. His mustache. Oh. You would have to cut Joe Piscopo <laughs> in yellow face. Yeah. <laughs> yellow face. I mean, none of this typically, like, none of it really offends me. But no, it was... I mean... You do have the to world the was refreshingly audience. not PC in 1992. <laughs> yeah. Which I kind of appreciate. You're doing a totally, but... like, whole yeah. accent, yeah. too. Ah, yeah. I know. It was not, <laughs> not good. <laughs> this isn't good. Yeah. But I Ooh. thought, interesting. You know, it was for kids. 1992. Yeah, we were just way less conscious back then. Yeah, look how we turned out. We're all fine. We're terrible people. <laughs> <laughs> we're all awful. Horrible. Horrible. <laughs>
Batfoot Films' newest comedy, How I Dumb My Ex-Boyfriend's Body, is now available on DVD and Blu-ray, exclusively at FatfootFilms.com. Critics are calling this raunchy comedy brilliant, hilariously dark, and instant classic. The How I Dumb My Ex-Boyfriend's Body DVD and Blu-ray is jam-packed with hours of bonus features. This exclusive offer is only available at FatfootFilms.com. Get your copy today. So I guess with that, we can now transition to favorite parts. Whoa. I have a lot. All right, so let's just quickly... Throw some stuff on the table here. What are some people's favorite parts that we can probably all agree? Um, when Mr. Lee fucks up the bikers in the restaurant. Oh, uh, and he's like the drunken Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I was younger, when he was putting the alcohol all over him, I had no idea what he was doing. Me either. I thought that was like part of like being cool. Dude, like, I, was just, <laughs> I was just like... Getting himself in the mood. Yeah, that's all I thought it was. And I was like, oh, wait, he's He was drunk. just pretending uh-huh, to be drunk. I get it. I know, I know. So these bikers come in, for anyone who hasn't seen this movie, That, that biker looked like Bam Margera's dad. <laughs> <laughs> it was totally, totally Phil. <laughs> totally. It looked like Phil. Uh. Uh, yeah, bikers come in and get rowdy after hours at the Chinese restaurant, and Mr. Lee stumbles how- out with a tray of Chinese food and destroys them all. Have you been to the Manku after hours? No, is it like just like that? Exactly like that. <laughs> People Bikers just fighting. Yeah. Just Drunk. shoving faces in bowls of rice. Yeah. You want rice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was great. Uh, yeah, that was a really good good part. There's so many good parts in this whole movie. A- anything really... Joe Piscopo at the end of the movie is, is so <laughs> That good. final kick. The final <laughs> kick where he just kicks and goes spinning. Wow, wow, wow. There's nothing better. Yeah, like, and I love how he just totally... Rips rips off his clothes and he's just screaming and he then it cuts from like a dry shot of him to a totally <laughs> greased up shot of him <laughs> in a matter of seconds. Yeah, yeah. Running was, full speed at Chuck Norris. That, that was pure <laughs> testosterone. <laughs> <laughs> just coursing through just his veins. Oozing out of yeah. his pores. Yeah, just... <clears throat> like right before the shot, he just punched himself in the nuts like seven times. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. The brick breaking with the fire is pretty amazing. That's yeah. Pretty and cool. So like, like uh, you know, I always thought that was cool when I was a kid. Yeah, I oh, thought yeah. that that's so symbolic. It's like you can do anything. <laughs> yeah, well, that nonsense. We talked about this during the movie. When I was a kid, I always thought that lighting those bricks on fire gave him the unfair advantage to break the bricks easier. I True. think it does. But do if you think it's that's not why the, he did it, if we it's need not in the rule book then. Yeah, let's get the uh, let's get a, a new get a, re- a report get a, drawn up. A brick breaking expert on fire. Yeah, I'm sure there's one out there listening right now. Why don't you let us know if it's easier? Listen, if you're a brick breaking expert, come to our offices. We're gonna light you on fire. <laughs> We're gonna try and punch you in half. Um, the gym fight, the fight in the gym where Cellini's punking off Gar- uh, Barry, and he finally fights back. Yeah, and starts like kicking you. his ass. That was pretty satisfying. Totally. Not bad, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad at all. Uh, and on piggybacking on that, the gym teacher is amazing in this movie. <laughs> He's fucking awesome. Oh, my God. He had one of the best lines oh, in, I wrote, the, I think I in wrote the whole the movie. It was, um, if you drop dead on me, kid, I'm going to shoot myself and come right after you. <laughs> <laughs> Something along those lines. I'm using that tomorrow. <laughs> So, in sales. He's like, I, I swear. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so good. If Wasn't I, he on, like, night court? Uh, he was in, he's in a ton of stuff and I can't remember his name. I feel like name. his name was like Bull and something. <laughs> Probably. I told you he looks like Sagat from no, from Street Fighter. <laughs> he even um, had the scar in that one scene. <laughs> just not in his huge chest. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. The character of Mr. Lee was just awesome. Yeah, Mr. Lee was perfectly he cast. Rules. Great. What was his like real name? It was like fedora. Mang or something. Uh, Mako. Mako was close. Or Mako. No, Mang's a wrestler. Yeah. That's <laughs> Ming. Ming. <laughs> No, Mang, I was um, right. Tongue and Death Grip. What else yeah, do Tongue I have? and Death Grip. I know what you're talking about. 
candy factory daydream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Put more razor blades in the chewing gum. So good. Acid uh, rain in the jawbreakers. <laughs> like, what? How do you put acid rain in there? <laughs> that I don't understand. Logic, you know. Uh, no, that's logic. what bad guys are capable of. <laughs> uh, Joe Piscopo uh, hamming it up in that whole scene was great. Was very satisfying. Were to there watch. like neo, like punk goth? <laughs> what was the next movie Joe Piscopo <laughs> did clowns. after this? Oh, that's a that's good what point. I'm curious about. Like, what propelled him after this? This this obviously he was in Is some great movie after. I'm sure um, he's alive. He's in great shape. <laughs> He'll uh, be alive forever. <laughs> uh, yeah. The next movie he was in was called Huck and the King of Hearts, but... There's no way that's good. <laughs> he was also... Oh, no, no. Uh, he had a voice on Goof Troop, I guess. <laughs> that's way better. Joe Piscopo truly is a Goof Troop. Um, <laughs> does anyone want to talk about milk? Oh, that's Eric's favorite part, oh. for sure. <laughs> oh, great. All right. <laughs> well, let, let's, let's talk about this. Okay. Barry is having one of his trademark daydreams. <laughs> Trademark. So, Barry. <laughs> Arguably the best one. Barry walks into a Western saloon as a cowboy with Chuck Norris. Yes. And he arrives at the bar, and the bartender asks him what he wishes to drink. And he goes, milk. <laughs> and the entire saloon starts cracking up. And Reasonably Chuck Norris so. flashes his piece. Bartender. Make mine milk too. <laughs> and everyone shuts up right quick. They shut the fuck up. Well, yeah. When Chuck Norris wants milk, you listen. Exactly. Yeah, but then they served them disgusting milk in a shot glass. <laughs> yeah. And that was the just bartender gross. just happened to have milk in like a ceramic container. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, here you go, pour milk. Yeah, it's well, making white Russians. Oh, yeah. I true. don't want to know the temperature of milk from the Old West. Yeah, no. it was already curdled. It was yeah. almost butter. You would immediately have disgusting <laughs> milk breath as soon as you were done with that. <laughs> Ew, milk breath, gross. <laughs> gross, yeah. Terry. Um, I'd say another. Another one of uh, my favorite parts is going to be uh, at the end, kind of climax of the movie, when Barry is up there and he's competing in the main tournament at the end, and he's at the dojo, and he's got his nunchucks, and he starts to do his routine, and it cuts to like the daydream, ver like what he feels like he's doing, the daydream version yeah. of himself. And the ultra cool. Oh, yeah, and, <laughs> and oh, we see a white ninja, right? The, the audience The good guy ninja. Oh, yeah. The audience goes away. Everyone's gone. It's just him on that stage. American flag <laughs> in the background. Very uh, high contrast. He's He's flipping through. He's he's wielding nunchucks, and then the sound effects that his nunchucks are making as they're whipping through the sky are <laughs> incredible. They've stuck with me my entire life. <laughs> I just will always remember the sound of those nunchucks like and a the, tiny little hummingbird. Yeah, and the the routine is sick, and I don't know. I, it's hey, so sick. I've never <laughs> seen another nunchuck routine, so that's obviously the best. One. <laughs> <laughs> Game of death. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I love the glaring contrast between the stone dojo wearing black geese and them wearing red. But in Barry's like daydream, he's like head to toe white. White ninja, yeah. Obvi white. Obviously <laughs> an Asian too, by the way. Oh yeah, they the stunt double, super Asian. Yeah, like you <laughs> could see it through the the eye hole in the ninja suit. <laughs> You're gonna try to pass an Asian guy off as a as like a white guy. Don't have the only part of his body that you show me his <laughs> eyes. Yeah, it should be his freaking nose or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's oh, that's Jonathan Brandis. You have nose. like a mesh or something. Yeah, something that would have made that. A yeah, little... he had a great, great. Great uniform, though. That just looked like something you didn't want to fuck with. Oh, dude. How do you even get there? It looked like a Ninja Turtles, like, white thing. Yeah, it was like a white <laughs> foot soldier. Yeah. A white soldier. Wait, that's probably way different. Yeah. 
Uh, any other favorite parts we want to toss on the table to, to discuss? I think that's about it for me. I like that Mr. Lee, in the process of trying to treat Barry's asthma, was giving him like mysterious like medicines. <laughs> and one of them was just like this green liquid in a jar. And I was like, that's why he's having daydreams. He's just hopped up on absinthe. <laughs> it made sense all of a sudden. Yeah, this whole movie had a new, uh, new vibe to it after that. Uh, Another one of my, it's not even, I just want to talk about it for a second. It's not necessarily my favorite part, but the, uh, so at the tournament at the end when they're trying to sign up, the, <laughs> oh my God, that shit, had, that fucking asshole. <laughs> oh, that guy's the, a nerd. The douchebag who was like t- taking reports w- w- just enjoyed ruining their night. I know. He was like, um, you want to compete? You need a full team. You need four people. Sorry. Bye. Yeah. He, he looked like John Krasinski. Yeah, like oh, a really no. gaunt that's, Krasinski. That's yeah. a horrible insult to John Krasinski. He, he kind of, he I get it. He had the same hair and that same like face. <laughs> <laughs> no, does. you know who he totally reminded me of? The pizza guy from Home Alone. Yeah, he oh, looked like, exactly yeah. like him. The Holy shit. It probably hair. is him. You think it's him? That's I don't same, know. It's roughly that, the same Yeah, the same era. 1050 yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That was good, and he was, and then like when Chuck Norris came, and he they got Chuck Norris on the team, yeah. and then he's looking at the papers like Chuck Norris, <laughs> <laughs> and then Chuck Norris shows up. He's like, "You got a problem with that, son?" <laughs> Shuts him no. down. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> he looked like somebody just like crushed his nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck Norris can crush your nuts by calling you son. Uh, I had one more favorite part. Throw it out there. Actually. Um, and it just illustrates how much of a giant douche Joe Piscopo is <laughs> when um, Barry's in his office at the dojo with his dad when he's like wants to sign up for classes and he's like polishing his trophy as he's talking to him and Barry just starts having an asthma attack and he's like, "Can you wheeze a little quieter?" <laughs> I was like, "What a fucking dick!" It's so good. He was right though. Oh yeah, he was distracting me. <laughs> well, he he did he did step on the mat with his shoes on. Oh yeah, Bo Bridges really <laughs> fucked that up for him Ugh, right Bo. from the get go. What a dad, <laughs> ruining his son's life. <laughs> Jeff uh, would never do such a thing. <laughs> He's way too cool for that. Actually, before we move on to ratings, let's talk about the parallel of the movie for kids in 92 and for kids now. I know we briefly touched on it, but uh, anything else we want to talk about as far as that goes? Do you know this movie could drink now? <laughs> it's 22 years old. <laughs> That's crazy to think about. And you know what it would drink? Milk. <laughs> Milk. <laughs> Ugh. I don't really have any specific notes to time period. I don't know. I think it's pretty, uh, like, I don't know. It's like Seinfeld. It just doesn't, it's timeless. doesn't go bad. Timeless. Yeah. It's a uh, same story that's been told over and over. If you do what you can do. <laughs> yeah. Daydreaming know. about Chuck Norris. Yeah. I know we all do it all the time. <laughs> you, know what, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, just the underdog doing his thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't think because this movie didn't date itself with any particular technology. Right, like, no. it wasn't hindered by that at right. all. Right, yeah, it was all martial arts. Which yeah, is, which is kind of like a timeless art, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, nunchucks have been wielded the same way for centuries. Yeah, underdog story. Oh, the clothes. Yeah, the well, see, but that's they, that's they even being ninety two. They were appropriately nineteen ninety two. They were, they were yes, they were right. not offensively nineteen ninety two. Everything was too small. He lived in a big. really nice neighborhood. He did. Yeah, that Texas neighborhood Texas, was nice. Texas, yeah. <laughs> um, Eric, do you have anything? Marks? Uh, <laughs> I have to differentiate now. <laughs> um, no, I, I think this would hold up for like a modern child. <laughs> That's the weirdest thing I've ever said in my life. Child. modern child. I almost want to have a kid so I can show him this. <laughs> <laughs> almost. Almost, yeah. Not quite. Um, yeah, I, I think this movie would land. 
just a universal story. And I don't the hero's think, journey. And this doesn't need this doesn't need a remake. Because I don't know in what circumstance this would be remade. Like, what action star would someone daydream? Like, The Rock? Would someone no, daydream just, about The Rock? Exactly. Just keep It'd be like Jet Li or like Oh, Jason instead of, instead of like, uh, you know, Jason martial Stanton. arts, it's it's professional wrestling. Oh, okay. Ooh, New cool. movie, and that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was The Rock. <laughs> oh. They already made that movie. It was called Ready to Rumble. No, but he actually was. He didn't daydream about it. David Arquette actually won the WCW title. He's actually former <laughs> champion, yeah. I do love David Arquette. Literally worst thing that's ever happened in wrestling. Really? <laughs> they give the belt to a celebrity? Yeah, he actually won it. Yeah, yeah. So you know, that's the worst thing? David Arquette didn't even want to win it. They just made him win it? Yeah, he was like pissed that he was going to win it. <laughs> he was like, I don't deserve this. I'm a fucking actor. You guys can't give this to me. And Vince Russo was like, you just take it. But they're all actors, so... Well, it's different. I yeah, guess. but that's what they're acting. Yeah. I mean, that's just like DDP getting the lead role in a movie. I guess movie. there's oh, just wait. like the physical aspect. <laughs> it's kayfabe. Yeah. All right. So now let's rate it. So let's rate it then. Yeah, I'm going to go with Yeah, I'm going to have to give it an unfortunate fuck off. Oh my God, my fucking father. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. For those unfamiliar with the rating system, it used to be the F word ratings, <laughs> but this... Kids Movie Month, we're going to do the fudge rating system, um, which is fudge you, fudge off, fudge yeah, what the fudge, or a million fudges in between. Any other form of fudge. Any other form of fudge uh, that you'd like to call this movie, you can use to rate. So, let's dive in. Who wants to begin? I'll stick with a fudge yeah. Fudge yeah? Fudge yeah. Fudge yeah. Fudge yeah. Eric? Ooh. You know, I wanted to give it a fudge yeah, but I also want to give it my comedy answer of fudge Norris. <laughs> <laughs> I also have a movie-related rating. What do you have? Five motherfudging frying dragons. Oh. Five out of five. Nice. F fudging dragons doesn't sound good, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll give it a fudge, yeah. Because it's a childhood it. classic. Yeah. That, that's mm. so under the radar. It so every, holds up. Everybody should watch this. You know, it's not that long. No, that it's was like, quick It watch. was like a buck 20. Yeah. If that... Yeah. I wrote down 46 minutes in. It was going by so fast. Yeah. yeah and it flew. It's awesome. The great. Like, whatever you're doing, just stop and just <laughs> like, watch this. And uh, if you don't have a copy, email me and I'll send you one. I'll pay, you the, I'll pay the postage. Yeah. <laughs> I will literally mail you a copy of this movie because yeah. it's impossible to find on DVD. We oh, actually ripped I, it. I did find a VHS copy of this at Goodwill. Some <laughs> idiot sold it by accident. <laughs> How I'm much sure. was it at Goodwill? A dollar. This was one dollar. So we bought it on VHS for That's one dollar. the best dollar you ever spent. can't afford to not have this. No, I had to. Yeah, no, that was totally worth it. So yeah, we own this on VHS. Gives us the uh, the good old-fashioned vibe that it was supposed to be. Yeah, this movie totally holds up. I mean, it has just the right of camp and comedy, and it's still funny today. Yeah. And it's just a forever relatable story. It's, yeah, it's not even funny that I know all the parts and it's like ironically funny. It's legitimately <laughs> yeah. funny. It's got some funny <laughs> yeah. shit in there. Yeah. Well done. Well thought out stuff. Yeah. Because we hadn't seen it for a good like six years. Six years probably. And, and before that was a decade probably. It made me laugh out loud quite a few times. Yeah, for sure. Super good. Yeah, I, uh, I I was always confused when I told people I watched this movie, and they're like, what's that? <laughs> you never watched Sidekicks? Are you kidding me? Oh, so we can never really be friends. Yeah, <laughs> one, one of the, that was one of those situations. <laughs> now, you can't truly know who I am. <laughs> I have a quick question for you. Um, so this movie obviously wrote on the hype of ninja movies. Where do where, What was the inception for people to make so many ninja movies for kids? 
When did the, what drove know. that? I was having this conversation with someone, and someone threw out something interesting, and they were like, "You know what? It probably happened." Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I would say yeah, that was that, that's exactly what I was thinking. That was the turning point yeah. for for ninja yeah. stuff. So, because I would say ninja martial arts movies were taken pretty seriously up until that point. Yeah, for like the the that's majority of the eighties, you're getting a lot of canon films type ninja movies, and <laughs> you're getting like a lot of canon movies uh, in the eighties that were like ninja based. You had like the Godfrey Ho movies, which were silly yeah. but meant to be taken seriously. Yeah, um, and then all like your legit classics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, out of like the late seventies, actually, yeah. like, probably through the seventies. Definitely. Yep. And this surf ninjas, three ninjas, three ninjas, oh, they're all ninjas. good. You know ninjas, and then <laughs> yeah. Mortal Kombat. I was. When yeah, I was did Mortal Kombat say, come out? Mortal Kombat came out in nineteen ninety two in the arcades. All right, yeah. So, so that I mean, was just, that was huge for me. Yeah. I thought Sub Zero <laughs> and Scorpion were literally the coolest people that's ever existed. Dude, I was <laughs> actually haven't existed. I was at um, I was at Fun Spot, which is an arcade in New Hampshire. It has like a whole ton of like classic arcade games and shit. Let's go right and now. It's awesome. But uh, there were like two eight year olds having an argument over who was cooler, Scorpion or Sub Zero, and I was like transported back in time to when I was in second grade. I was like, you kids. You're are made 20 years ago. <laughs> you kids are going. You should places. watch Sidekicks. <laughs> Here you go, kids. But I, was, I thought it was so funny that they were having the same exact argument 20 years later. Like I didn't think that property would hold up. For I don't know when Mortal Kombat 3 came out and like all the other new guys came out. I saw it. I went to putt putt golfing games when I was still living in New York, and I was watching people do finishers on an arcade. <laughs> and it's still to this day. I mean, like one of my more vivid memories of just that being like the coolest thing in the world mm. with Cabal and Cyrax and everything. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was one of the big, like push, uh, big pushes along with teenage. Yeah, Unit how good was that soundtrack? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I think of that all the time. Plus, just making a movie with Chuck Norris in nineteen ninety two was not a risk in itself whatsoever. Yeah, he was very established. See, when, this is when pre Walker Texas Ranger. Yeah, yeah, and this is so when I was a kid growing up. I, I mean, I've probably watched this movie when I was. No older than seven. Yeah, so seven probably here. six, yeah. seven years old. Yeah, watch this movie. Yeah, when it came out. So. Um, I didn't know who Chuck Norris was, but I understood this movie anyway. Oh, hmm. I did. My dad was all over, like, Delta Force. Like, Chuck oh, Norris, no. <laughs> Steven Seagal, like, fucking cheesy action movies of the 80s. My dad was, like, it. This was my first exposure to Chuck Norris. So my So my, my first exposure was him breaking the wall. So, like, I've always known him as, oh, that's Chuck Norris. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like, kid version life. of Chuck Norris? Yeah. I haven't the, seen many other Chuck Norris movies. No, I really haven't seen that many either. He's not Just, a well, gifted actor. That's the only good thing about this movie, though, is you don't even have to know who Chuck Norris is because it sets him up. Like, it shows you, oh, Black Belt Magazine, he's on the cover. And, yep. like, this kid is, like, looking up to Chuck Norris as, like, this action star who, you know, can take place in, like, military fashion. Or he's, like, a karate guy or he's a Western mm-hmm. I remember. Actor, yeah. I remember when I was showing my dad this movie and he showed me... The Bruce Lee movie he was in. Oh, uh, Way of the Dragon. Yeah. He, yep. uh, he's like, that's the same guy. And I went, no. No, he doesn't have a beard. <laughs> There's no beard. That's exactly right. <laughs> he looks so weird. There's none of this going on. Yeah, There's no all beard. his beard hair is on his chest instead. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I just started crawling. Then he showed me the one with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, uh, Game of Death. Yeah, so I was like, all right, well. So that... your dad introduced you to some good shit. So can we talk about the very last bit of this movie and how <laughs> open-ended it left it? <laughs> that was absurd. <laughs> it is absurd. <laughs> Super. So, I mean, what do we think about a sidekicks, too? Let, well, let's talk about the ending first. Yeah, set it up for us. Um, so we have uh, Chuck Norris wins the tournament for... Spoiler alert. Well, um, ties, Bar- I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Chuck Norris ties up the tournament to bring it into a sudden death where Cellini and Gabruski face off in 
brick breaking. I love the sentence Cellini versus Gabriski. <laughs> and Cellini whiffs. And Cellini whiffs because he asked for one more brick because he's a douche. Because <laughs> uh, he's a prick. He asked oh, for a brick. I, I fucked it up. Yeah. God damn it. All right. Now it's good. Um, and so. Take they, it from the top. <laughs> all right. Welcome to Second Class. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Gabruski wins the tournament for everyone. Yay, yay. We broke some bricks. We're outside now. Chuck Norris, he's got his Black Belt magazine. Chuck Norris vanishes, right? He vanishes. He yeah, totally so vanishes. he's basically like, thanks, Chuck Norris. And Chuck Norris is like, no problem. And Barry walks away and leaves his magazine on the bench. And then he turns around and Chuck Norris is magically gone. Yeah, he vanishes. Um, because he imagined he walks away the whole time. <laughs> which, yeah, which makes me believe that he wasn't there the whole time. Uh, Everyone had the same delusion. Everyone, yeah. Or just Barry's just in a coma somewhere. <laughs> Who is Joe Piscopo fighting? <laughs> Danica McKellar. Yeah, it was Danica McKellar the whole time. And then <laughs> beat the shit out of Joe Piscopo. <laughs> I bet she could probably win now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. Oh, definitely. And uh, and so she got a PhD in ass kicking. <laughs> and then no- Noreen comes out with with Barry's dad, and they have the trophy. And yay! They walk off in the distance, and then all of a sudden comes another child to pick up the black belt magazine left behind by Barry. And the kid goes, "Wow!" And then it zooms out. Doesn't zoom out. It cuts out to a wider shot. Kids in a wheelchair. He um, sidekicks two is obviously going to be he regains his leg strength <laughs> from the power of Chuck Norris. Yeah. W- or would it be called side wheel? Side wheel. <laughs> yeah. Is that I, awful? I don't, I don't think so. Tall. <laughs> I don't know. No, that's funny. Okay. Uh, uh, let's talk to uh, Aaron Norris. Yeah. Aaron? Andrew? Andy, okay. Andy. Aaron. That was right. Yeah, you were right. Yeah. You nailed it. Twitter. Aaron Norris. Yeah, we can, we can hit the him up. The power of Twitter. I know. Accessible people, man. Yeah. Hey, we watched your movie and it was amazing. Let's do it a second one. <laughs> it was just, just as amazing we, as yeah. it was in 1992. I've got the spec script right here, man. Kickstarter. Yeah, I'll just I'll just write the spec script for him and be like, hey, thought of Sidekicks 2 for you. <laughs> sidekicks 2, side wheels. Here you go, man. Dude, if they can... Chuck Norris is actually still in it. <laughs> if they can get Samurai Cop 2 funded, they should be able to get Sidekicks 2 funded. Oh, for sure. Oh, I agree with that. Um, so are there any final thoughts regarding this movie before we wrap ourselves up here? Uh no, this movie no. rules. See it's it. A, it's a, yep. it's a great movie. Good, good everything. Watch it. Great addition to kids' movie month. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's not necessarily. I mean, it's a kids' movie, obviously, but it's for all ages. It's a family yeah, ages movie. nine oh, to ninety nine. Sure. Yeah, it's starting lineup. I watched <laughs> exactly. I watched it with my family, mm. um, and we. I'm pretty sure we enjoyed it. I remember. I mean, I just remember hitting the credits for this movie and being so fucking pumped. It <laughs> was over. Gotta rewind I, it, I remember from the beginning. That's exactly what I did. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember watching it and like starting it over and like driving for like you know ten minutes to waiting for it to rewind and then playing it from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, remember loop. rewinding stuff, guys? Gross. Yeah. The yeah. movie yeah. I had, had to be kind of back it, then. Now we're all assholes because we don't have to rewind. <laughs> the movie I had before this was like a 30-minute Sesame Street thing with Big Bird at the fire hall. Oh. It was at that, so I watched that a bunch of times, too. <laughs> Not nearly as cool. So that was also in the van. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. good. That's, oh, a, that's a good yeah. collection in there. Yeah, you gotta um, have Sesame Street. <laughs> you need, need a little piece. Uh, so if that's it. That's it. That's it. You've been listening to Second Class Cinema. We watched Sidekicks, 1992, and that's an all-around recommend. Uh, recommended for kids, uh, recommended for adults. It's a good family movie. Show it to the chillins. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you'd like more information, you can visit us on Facebook, facebook.com slash secondclasscinema. We are on YouTube. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Uh, Podbean, Podbean. Stitcher. Stitcher and a bunch of other places. iTunes. Uh, we're also on fatfootfilms.com. They're posting a backlog of episodes starting with Robo Vampire. They're now up to Deadly Prey and they're just going to keep going on there. 
Uh, they also have a new movie coming out called How I Dumped My Ex-Boyfriend's Body. Uh, they're selling that on there. We that, saw it last week. It was pretty funny. Yeah, we caught that uh, at a at a showing. It pretty was cool. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Eric was there in spirit. <laughs> I've never seen it. Yeah. Uh, but, I was Eric by proxy. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, but yeah, check them out. Fatfootfilms.com. Check out our stuff. Check out their stuff. It's a good place to be. I think I think we're done. Yeah. This is where this is where it ends. Eric, thanks for coming by. Yeah, Thank thanks. you for having me. And it was a great time. <laughs> great. Next time something else that's like like the dumbest movie ever, just let me know. Yeah, so good night everyone. Good we're night. Gonna, we're gonna keep going with Kids Movie Month. Uh we have a double feature coming up next week. Ooh, I'm excited about that. Uh anything else anyone wants to say? No. All you have. Milk. <laughs> <laughs> Bartender, make mine milk too. Sure, Ranger. <laughs> <laughs>